Oh, hey. I didn't see you there. <laughs> Welcome once again <laughs> to the go. best episode of Big M's Power Hour to date. I'm Big M. This is my cohort, Cole of the Sea. How are you doing, Cole? I'm doing all right after uh, finally making it home. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, That's a little bit of a little bit of a hike for us. Yeah, yeah, it certainly was. Um, hasn't been too long since we finally have gotten ourselves home, but yeah. glad to be back. It was a great event, but happy to be home. Yeah, I, I feel exactly the same way. I'm really glad I went, but I'm really glad I'm back. Um, yeah. uh, I, I don't know about you, uh, youngin', but uh, I'm getting a little too old for full day travel. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what, the day the day after we got home, I have agreed with you. <laughs> it's been another 24 hours since now yeah that's true we can hop back on the plane tomorrow and get going it'll be fine um honestly i feel like so so for everyone at home we had one flight that uh, going down was a little bit later in the afternoon um and then coming back we started our day at 2 a.m so um yeah that, and was, all... that was a fun journey to lvo it was great though <laughs> in all honesty i think i actually preferred the the 2 a.m uh, start as opposed to the later start, just because I want to be over and done with. <laughs> yeah, I think I have to agree with you. Having most, well, half the day to sit there and think about the travel, and then the other half being the travel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that wasn't as much fun as just okay. I'm up. Let's go and get over with. <laughs> oh, I'm awake. Oh, I'm where I'm supposed to be now. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like I said, so we'll go through the news like normal. There's only uh, three rumor engines this week, or this month. Uh, and then we will touch base on LVO and kind of go over everything here. So, uh, go over our individual events, or our individual games, and then LVO as a whole. So, let's get uh, let's get started here. Let me transition us over to the news. Okay, start it up. Uh, since, uh, let's see here, we reported up to the 7th, I believe, last time. Um... Again, we also don't have a lot of uh, a lot of news to cover this month because I don't know if you know this or not, but Eldar and Tau are being released. Um, I think Eldar might have come out. I don't know. Um, I don't know if Eldar book was actually released yet. But dear God, you know what? I think we need a couple more articles. I think that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell maybe, us about it more. It's yeah, all maybe, right. maybe something about Tau helmets and Eldar shoes, huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so we'll go ahead and start off this uh, the news uh, roundup here with uh, January 12th, where we talk about uh, Fury of the Deep, the new um, Thrallmaster. Well, um, I don't remember what you said about this guy last month. Were you, how close were you? Um... I think I had an okay idea. Uh, I think you had to remind me his name is the Thrallmaster to do something with Thralls. Because I thought he'd yes. more, be more like a combat hero or something like that. And you're like, yeah, but he's probably also going to buff Thralls. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that's his, it's in the name. So. All right. So you got and, it pretty, pretty spot on. What do you think of his rules? Is, is he going to be in your list? Um, I don't know if he'll be in my list. I think he'll be fighting for a spot in it, especially if I'm building a Thrall-heavy list, which, as of right now, with leaks and things, it seems like we are going to have minimum 20, maybe 30 Thralls in lists, going to be my mm -hmm. assumption. Okay. Um, he's got two abilities that are really, I think, 
good. One you'll use all the time. Another one will be more situational. The third one, you won't get off. You won't decide to pick it as much. So his ability that if you hit on a six, you score two hits. That if you have the chance to dictate the flow of battle, you'll pick that first. Second one where it is minus one from wound rolls. That'll be your backup option if you're getting hit and you want to keep a unit alive. The final option is just reroll hit rolls of one, which if you have something else that is procking on a six, you'll pick this one. But unless something else happens with the book that we don't know, which obviously we don't have it yet, probably won't pick that one because I think I prefer to just, sure, if it's a six, we'll just yeah. double up on it. Unless you have two thralls. Thrall Masters. Um, yeah. Why oh. the heck not? Why oh. the heck not? I don't <laughs> see myself trying to squeeze two of these guys in. But... I mean, come on, think about it. You're, you're assuming that the tides are going to stay. We got, uh, you know, round That's three true. coming up. You want to re-roll those ones to make sure that you're getting those sixes? And <laughs> Sure, sure. Why not? All right, let's see here. So moving along on to my side of things, the Flame yeah. Keeper, uh, where uh, in the unprecedented time of a, a of a giant swing and a miss, <laughs> uh, I was expecting, or I should at least say hoping, that it was going to be having some sort of interaction with the uh, with the rune system. Um, that's not it. They decided to give us another foot hero but this one benefits from your elite army dying <laughs> yeah sadly i'd say if your strategy is to die you're not not winning a game of warhammer uh <laughs> i mean it, the problem is it's like so so we saw the points and, and assuming the points are going to be somewhat in that ballpark, right? we're not going to be in a great place for Fire Slayers. Um, like even if there's rules that come in that, you know, allegiance abilities that really just pump it up, those points are really going to be a hard hurdle to jump over. Uh, I mean, 170 points for 10 Volkite Berserkers that are, I mean... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, a couple months back, these two books called Stormcast Eternals and Orc War Clans came out, and we sat here and went, what are they doing with our points? Yeah, that's true. Boy, are we silly. Um, so, yeah, I said I, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful GW may have an idea what they're doing. I have to agree with you, though, right now. Well, Kite Berserkers, they're not on the same level as other things that currently sit at the 170 point bracket <laughs> yeah um now i will say like i said one thing that gives me a lot of concern because a lot of people are saying mm -hmm. oh well you know the army was known for its ward save so they'll probably get an allegiance ability that gives it a ward save i kind of doubt that because of grimnir's that, grit uh that unit has a ward of six plus yeah that is a a concerning thing to see um <laughs> A ward of six is not a ward of four. Yeah, I, I would be, I would be a little more hopeful or inspired if it said this unit adds plus one to its ward. 
Yeah. You know, okay. All right. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But because yeah. um, I said everything else on the list is okay. Uh, right. Add one to damage is awesome. Immediately mm-hmm. attempt to charge is awesome. However, like I said, I mean, you're looking at if you put it in a block of full kite, okay, I guess if you bump it up to 30, but now you're looking at <laughs> now you're yeah. looking at a unit that costs, what, 410 points? No, more than that. Yeah, no, no, 410. 410. 410. Yeah, so you're looking yeah. at 410 points for 30 uh, models that can attack on a one inch base. 510. But yeah, never mind. 510. Fix my math. Yeah. I knew I was even missing better. one there. Even better. Yeah. So 510 points, a quarter of your army to hit on one inch reach. That at that point now, if you, and again, maybe it's okay at 20 because, but again, even so, you're losing six models. That's a hell of a lot. Especially yeah. if you think about Hearthguard, you're probably not going to put them in blocks of 15 anymore at the at the new price point. Um, you technically can. Um, it would definitely make trying to keep cohesion a little bit fun. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I said, I mean, it's possible, it's doable. I don't think it, we're going to see it. Um, but again, even still, if you're going to keep them at 10, you have to lose over half the unit. I don't necessarily know if I want to charge with a unit of five Hearthguard, especially with them only being a five up with no ward on the war scroll. Uh, outside yeah, possibly. Of... Right. Right. Because, again, like I said, at that point, you're basically going to have to charge and keep yourself within nine inches of the hero. Or was it 12? Doesn't matter. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I, I'm As you can tell, I'm not looking... I'm not hopeful for this. <laughs> It'll be all right. But um, so definitely expect uh, uh, a little bit of a scathing uh, episode when this whenever book comes that out. book comes out. There we go. <laughs> uh, but so, yeah, you'll be in charge of being positive and happy about your book. And I'm going to be me about my book. <laughs> okay. I will try to keep a shiny attitude whenever I see the Steepkin book. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll just be right. happy there will be a book. Let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. So let's see. What are we? Is this really it? Okay, so yeah. All right, so jumping to the LVO preview. <laughs> Oops. Um, which, again, I'm not going to lie, I wasn't really all that impressed. I mean, it was yeah. fine. Yeah, nothing wrong with it. Um, as a primarily Age of Sigmar player, like, eh? Sure. <laughs> I mean, as far as that goes, you know, like I said, it's been years uh, with us getting the focus. So whenever it's and, 40K focus, we really can't say too much. But, like, even as far as right. the 40K stuff goes, like, how boring can you be? Like, okay, here's the Eldar stuff that, because, again, mm-hmm. I don't know about you. Uh, the Eldar stuff is not impressing me very much. Um, I hate to say it, but I really do wish that some of the basic troop options had gotten a little bit more love than what they did. Um, outside of that, I'm happy with it for the most part, honestly. Yeah. Again, it's one of those things where it's like, when you've been waiting multiple decades <laughs> for yeah. new models, yeah. and they just kind of like go up to bat and bunt, it's like, yeah, they got onto base, but like... Yeah, no, I understand completely. Whenever there are Eldar sculpts, probably the same age as me. Yeah, yeah we we could have done a home run and convinced a lot of people they need to buy that army again. Yeah, I think 
I think really the these Eldar sculpts are for diehard Eldar fans. I I don't think it's for anyone who right. I don't I don't think it's going to draw people in like they did when they were first came out. You're probably right. Um, the only place I think I could argue against you would be the Avatar. Yes, so that is that what is, I want to talk about. That is, yes, that is the WoW model for me out of the range they revealed to us. Um, yeah, so I love the the different options. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we were talking about this a little bit before. Uh, what? Uh, so, okay, so out of the three helmets, we have the the helmet that we know and we're used to. Right, that we all know and love. Then we have the, like... Trojan style helmet, if you will. Yeah, I'm not um, entirely certain where in history, but yeah, you're probably not wrong. Somewhere, I mean, it's not. It's obviously it's Mediterranean, Greek, something yeah, like somewhere that. In that yeah. area. And then, yeah. of course, there's the bold decision of helmetless. I, I'm a helmetless fan yeah. personally. That's my vote. Me too. If I were to get this, uh, I'm I'm letting that letting those locks fly. That's yeah. Uh, what about weapon? I'll be honest, the tried and true sword is the weakest option for me. Okay. Uh, the spear, I think, might be the coolest thing for me as far as I'm concerned. I, I think I agree. Oh, geez. We can't keep doing this. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, so our our uh, our avatars look identical. Now, yes, we do. <laughs> uh, with, with that being said, I... I, f- I don't feel like they're going to do this. I feel like it's, um, I don't know, too much of a uh, too much of an easy grand slam. <laughs> uh, okay. With also the announcement of the upcoming Daughters of Cain book, I would love to see them share the model. Ah, that's not happening. I know. I I, I agree with you. It'd be really cool, but. Looking at this, there is way too much 40k Eldari being seen here. In the iconography on the armor plates and such. Yeah. For me to think it's going to go over. Well, we'd also have to see if how much is actually sculpted in and how much is drawn on. That's true. Um, Alright, so moving along to our stuff here. So we got our announcement of the Night Haunt Daughters of Cain box set coming out. Um... I do believe I'm one of the only people that I've heard call a Daughters of Cain book coming out. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I would also have not called such a thing. Um, I'll tell you what, though. I'm very happy to see the Night Haunt getting a new box set yep. coming out. They yep. have needed something since their original release. And Ghosts with Crossbows. Why the hell That's... not, man? It's... It... Cool. Why, like you know, since they announced these, I've been wondering why it feels weird. I still don't know. It's because look at every Death Army and find me something with a bow. Well, I, I'm thinking more. Uh, I'm kind of thinking here. I'm wondering if it's just the sheer, um, you know, they're floating, and like, so like when oh. they shoot it, do they go back? Do they go backwards? <laughs> Yeah, it's a crossbow. Maybe it pulls him forward. It'll be fine. Uh, and you know, with the the bookkeeper, we got to see what a uh, what a night haunt looks like without their shroud. Yeah, so, um, nightmare fuel is uh, <laughs> is what it looks like. Oh, he just needs a sandwich. That's all. And a haircut. 
Yeah. He read his reign after that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what do you think of the new foot hero uh, for Dodgers King? Um, she looks awesome. The whip going around her is one of those things that you look in the mall and you're like, really? GW hasn't done something like this before? I mean, it looks like quintessential GW sculpting. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think my biggest issue with it is uh, whenever you look at the full army, uh, you know, how many how many characters outside of the, the hag is sitting there just standing stationary, mouth shut, hand up, standing up straight, not, not ready to go anywhere or do anything. I see what you're saying. This may, if that's what you're thinking of, this may be a frontline hero that's supposed to be having all the witch elves running about her and going to the front. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. Um, instead, of, instead of shouting orders from afar, as <laughs> I feel like it's the the normal for our daughters. So, what do you think of the um, what do you think of the box itself? Um, seems like an okay box. Um, on the night haunt side. I am a little uh, sad to see what are they the banshees the oh, four yeah. um, probably not something anybody really wants. Uh, <laughs> well, they didn't get they didn't sell them uh, whenever they came out, so then they put them into underworlds and they didn't sell there, so they had to do something with them. <laughs> I know, yeah, that's just one of those units that's like ah, you could have given them something else. I think um, it's the same thing with the warlocks on the daughter side. You're probably right. Is they're the two units that probably see the least play in both armies. I am a l- curious slash concerned about those crossbows again. Uh, only having five models there, so I'm wondering if they are going to only be a five man unit or because I don't think that in box sets of this size they've been giving us understrength units. Yeah, I, I definitely think it is a five-man unit, and I think it's definitely yeah. going to come as a box of five. Probably. Um, but again, like I said, I mean, that's kind of one of the things of death is it's not really supposed to be a ranged, or a ranged um, faction. Right, yeah. Um, so, like I said, I think it's it's good to have a little bit rather than, um, you know, too much. I'd rather go too little than right. too much whenever it comes to that. So Yeah, we can always dial points back to allow more you, more archers onto the field if need be yeah Yeah. uh and jumping ahead a little bit here uh since we were just talking about the eldar what do you think about the uh reveal of the uh corsair oh um let me go back and grab that photo of her um the corsair is really cool i think that was one of the things that eldar like if you wanted to add a new army or book to Eldar, mm-hmm. I think just having the pirate Eldar out there would be a fun faction for 40k. Yeah, yeah, and, and uh, I said they they already said they're they're going to be able to ally with basically any of the other Eldar, which I think is cool. Yeah, agreed. So agreed. I said I'm interested to see where they go with it. Um, yeah, it's not not vampires, but hey, not much else is. <laughs> we got some pirates at least. They're they're in space, but pirates. All the same. 
Um, and so, Mr. Corn, what did you think of the announcement of the new uh, blood uh, blood guy threader hater? <laughs> this, yeah, this uh, bloodthirster from the Horus Heresy. This model looks awesome. I really like a bloodthirster who has his feet planted and is gonna come and rip India. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh-huh. he looks really cool. I, um, they did say he is made of Forge World resin. Yeah, I heard that too. That was, uh, probably the most disappointing thing about it because that means I probably won't be getting him because he'll cost <laughs> an arm and a leg. And whenever you get him, you got some work to put into him. Yeah, you had a lot of work. And then you're also going to, have to be super gentle about him the entire time you own him. I, right. um, boy, I, I really wish Forge World would just put away their resin and just bring out the plastic. Um, I mean, like, there's, there's better ways to do resin. There are other companies that do resin quite well and cheaper and cheaper. Well, I can't say it won't get cheaper for GW. No, no, so, absolutely not. Well, however, I think we can do it better. Yeah, I, I think so too, as well. Um, now, uh, you know, with that being said, like, it's like, if this were made out of GW plastic, we'd probably be looking at a $140, $160 figure. Yeah. Looking at Forge World, we're probably looking at 260 to $300 for this thing. Like, Yeah, I was going to guess at least 250 for this guy, yeah. I mean, it's, Forge World is definitely, definitely pushing themselves out of the market very quickly. Um, and hopefully they write that ship. Um, but we'll, we'll see. We'll get back to that, uh, at the end of the, the, uh, the news here. So, uh, we also got an announcement of Interrogator. Looks like a Noir Warhammer Plus show. Um, yeah. They didn't really show much. It looks like it'll be cool. Yeah. Again, maybe if they get couple more frames of animation per second in there it might actually be a, a truly an animated series but well we'll see there you go good <laughs> then they uh of course the last thing they announced was necromunda ash waste where they were like we're going outside what yeah. else do we know about it that's about it yeah no it'll be interesting because definitely there's something that could be at least hidden or found and gathered out there in the ash waste so it'd be a cool little add-on yeah, Necromunda fans. I, uh, I've never, I still have not gotten into Necromunda. I, uh, I don't know if there was like a small group going on. I wouldn't mind collecting something small, but I'm not going to go out of my way to start a group. I'll tell you that much. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Uh, later that same day, uh, we got an announcement. Um, pretty big for serious players: Warhammer and the ITC. Uh, so that's the international tournament circuit, which is typically something that was done through Frontline Gaming, correct? Yep. And since yeah. uh, Frontline Gaming, um, well, not Frontline Gaming themselves, but I forget who it was, but someone, one of the head honchos of Frontline joined GW. Um, so I think we were all kind of expecting this. I mean, if you're GW and you want to help to get the people who probably spend kind of silly amounts of money on an individual basis. I don't know if uh, tournament folks spend the most, but 
probably as a per customer, mm-hmm. they probably get the most out of those folks because we're all dumb and want to buy the latest, greatest thing to go to a tournament. So, yeah, no, I think this is a great idea. Um, it helps with just creating a sense of unity and hey, we're all going to try and play by the same idea here because I'm sure anybody who's gone, especially a couple of years back, gone to just a tournament depending on where you went boy who knows what it was you're going to be playing by the time you got there yeah 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 so we'll see like i said i mean um it's it, it sounds like it's one of those things where it's more along the lines of it's just changing names as opposed to anything else considering the same people that ran it before just kind of keep running it just now official um i just yeah. hope gw doesn't get in the way i guess I don't think they will. I've just the frontline gaming guys. Uh, I don't think they'll allow GW to get in the way. I think the bigger thing was to just say, "Hey, if you want to come to one of our open events, which hopefully uh, over time GW will expand and start announcing more than three months in advance." Yeah, that would have been nice, but that's okay. But <laughs> yeah, if they gave us a big enough time. Hey, if you want to, you can go. It's not going to mess with your ITC track in a negative way if you decide to do one of these events instead of one of the official ITC. That's very true. So go, have fun, just play your games, which at the end of the day, that's all anybody really wants to do. Yeah. All right, moving along here, we got our uh, Age of Sigmar roadmap. Um, Yeah. So we, uh, I mean... I know that you and I basically just assumed that the IDK versus Fire Slayer box set meant that IDK and Fire Slayer Battle Tomes are coming out. Same right. thing with the Night Hunt versus Daughters. Uh, but apparently that was a question for some people. Uh, but that uh, question has been answered. So <laughs> Yeah. I'm glad that they at least flat out told us. Right. They kind of gave us at least a quarter-ish that it might come out in. So... That'll be great. And they kind of sort of gave us some hints as to, hey, there are two more after this, which, yeah, good, awesome. Yeah, and honestly, like, that's really what I, that's all I want from them is just to let us know, like, quarterly, like, what's your plan? Even if you want to do half, you know, half a year, six months, just just let us know, like, oh, okay, now Fire Slayers are starting, so I know that I can start painting my Fire Slayers now. Right. It's you know, time to get excited for them, yeah. Right. And honestly, they shouldn't be afraid to do this and like, oh no, don't feel pigeonholed. Shit happens. Okay, right. we've had the same thing with, uh, what was it, the Sylvaneth book back at the start of COVID yeah. where you let us know and then it didn't happen. Right. Just tell us, hey, something happened. It's not coming out. Okay, cool. Thanks for the heads up. Yeah, definitely. And like I said, I mean, it's like one of those things that just, it drives... Um, it drives me up a wall whenever they don't do this because I go, well, I don't want to buy anything in case you know that whatever whatever they announce next is something that I desperately need. Right, <laughs> so, right. Because again, I I feel like they're they they try and not announce things to not curb sales. But I know for me and and probably for you as well, it's like, well, I don't want to buy anything in case they announce something I actually want. Right, and the big thing for me was I was sitting here going, well. My deep kit army, uh, I'm not going to touch it for a while now. Right. And with the new book, 
maybe I'm looking at, okay, I need to update it then for when the new book comes out, which would be awesome. And got me excited about Deepkin, which I was already starting to wait on, sadly. So, <laughs> um, well, and we'll, we'll get there, but I, I said, I'm pretty sure we'll, we'll talk about Deep Ken here and oh, yeah. you in, in, in a little we'll get bit there. But, uh, so I wanted, I've been, I've been watching a lot of these videos about what are the new battle tomes and I want to kind of do a little bit of a unique spin on it. Okay. So I want you to tell Ooh. me three different categories. What should it be? What do you want it to be? And what do you think it will actually be? Ooh, okay. Where do we want to begin? So let's go ahead and start off like what? So let's go chaos. What do you think it should be? Well, Twitter won't agree with me after the 4-1 performance out at LVO. However, <laughs> this should be Beasts of Chaos in my mind. I feel like they're the army that if you want to get people excited to go out and play again, that's the chaos army hit. Mm -hmm. Now, so I can absolutely see where you're coming from, mm -hmm. but uh, I was watching Warhammer Weekly from this week, and Vince said something that I absolutely agree with. Okay. He said that we are probably hitting the point uh, in the production cycle that this time last year, everything was shut down. So we're probably going to see a lull in new models. And I would yeah. like to see a couple new Beast of Chaos kits. Because mm -hmm. while it still looks really good, it does look a little dated. I'm not going to argue with you. However, with the number of kits that army covers, I don't think... I think they're lower on the totem pole than what Beast of Chaos players would like. Yeah. Sadly, but yeah. Um, so for me, what I'm going to do with, with that in mind of, yeah. of no new kits or maybe a new hero or something, limited right. releases, mm -hmm. I'm going to give one that you're going to like, corn. I, I think it, it I should be corn. I. Don't disagree. I would like a corn book. <laughs> I think we need to get all four of the big, the big main bads up and running, and then we can start spiraling out from there. Uh, and considering that there's only two corn players at LVO, I think that's telling. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so now let's go to what would you like this to be? And it's fine if you say corn. <laughs> I'm just going to say corn. You, you <laughs> took my thunder, but that's okay. Uh, yeah, no. I, the shrine is still sitting right there. It needs to be corn. Uh, that will make the deepkin get put in a box for a few months at the very least. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I said, I mean, it, that's like I said, totally understandable. Like, I know mm -hmm. it's it's kind of uh, cold to corn is kind of like Matt to uh, Duarden. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where it's like, just do it the right way, and I and I'm and I have a home. <laughs> right. I mean, they were my first AOS army, and I'm going to stay loyal to them for a long time. Uh, now, uh, you probably know what I'm going to pick for for this as well for for the what what I want it to be. Um, again, just talking about Duarden. Give me them Oathbreakers, man. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, 
I do. I, I think it's a 0% chance that it's Oathbreakers. Because again, like I said, we're not that far or we're not at that point in the story. And um, it's a whole new line. So, right. Yeah. It would be a rebuild completely for a lot. Yeah. Right. Like I said, we are not going to see any of those, any of the resin kits from Forge World for this. Uh, that's going to be brand new from top to bottom and probably some big kits as well. Because if they abandon the, um, the train, mm-hmm. people are going to be so pissed off, they, they might as well just not release the army. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So now let's, let's round it off here. What do you think it actually will be? Okay, so I've got two possibilities here. I'm only going to say the one. Okay. I think it will be Skaven. Looking at this cover art and the talk of mischief found in the article itself, I think... Now, as far as the cover art goes, this is generic cover art from the core rulebook. Ah, okay. So I think okay. we can put that on the back burner. I think okay. here and out, I well, think then... the next time we get these, I think it's going to mm-hmm. be the exact same covers. Okay. That'd be good. I hope so, honestly. Because if they aren't, we're all going to sit there and look at each other like, wait, are they trying to tell us something? <laughs> so, okay. That'd be great if this is just the generic art. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, with the, the comment of mischief, I think it's probably going to be Skaven. There's also a part of me that says, well, aren't pink horrors and blue horrors mischievous in the lore? So that's the other place I go. But I'm going to okay. gonna put my hand down on Skaven. I, um, for me, I think... I, I just, I don't know if that's a hint in there or if that's just them being fluffy you know could be somebody just writing that has no idea right exactly so i I personally think it's going to be an update to slaves of darkness yeah i can see that we just Uh, got archeon rules updated let's yeah right i mean that's exactly it like we just got archeon rules we just got uh marathi rules we got a new we're getting a new book you know so we're just getting and of course yes yeah we just got kragnos rules but it's a little different <laughs> Kragnos doesn't exactly belong to one army. You know, it's right. like we got we got new Nagash rules. Now we got Night Hunt coming out. We got new Marathi rules. Battles uh Kane coming out. So it would make sense for them to try and get Archeon in place as well. Agreed. Uh okay, so let's move over to order. What do you think it should be? Um what it should be in order is a difficult one for me. Uh, I think it should be cities just because I, I want to find out what we're going to do in the story with them next. One of the <laughs> cities that you can play no. is currently a crater. Now let me so ask. Like, well, yeah, yeah, so one of them is a crater. The other one is uh, has been taken over. Right. Yeah. So can now, we get... Do you want the out? new... Do you want cities 3.0 or do you want, say, like the rumored Dawnbringer army? Mm. I think I still want the cities army, even if instead of it being cities, these are just, I hate to say it, these are the dispossessed, the people who have been scattered from their homes because of all the bad shit that's been going on in the story. And then we get our Dawnbreakers that come along and start gathering all these people later. Interesting. Now, 
do you think it will be that or you just think that's what we should get i think that's what we should get okay. i think if if it were me in the writing room that's what we'd be doing uh, it's <laughs> not me so it won't be what we're doing yeah um for me i think what we need is sylvaneth in its place Okay. Um, okay. I think there are so many people. Like, I think out of all of the armies that have had shit battle tomes for years, Sylvaneth is the one where it has, like, the most people still hanging on. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's time. We, we need to get that book into a good place. Like I said, it's it's one of the ones that, again, as, as someone that you know works in the Warhammer store... Yeah. This is the one where people come in and they start looking and this is the army that gets them to stop. You know, like what is this? Right. Yeah. And then I go Those are are Sylvaneth. They are a fun army. Maybe you should try them in Warcry. <laughs> yeah. Damn. <laughs> yeah. The truth there hurts a little bit, but uh, because again, I like, think so you, you don't want to tell anybody that an army is just flat bad, but like, <laughs> right? Yeah. Now um, again, with that being said, there are people that have gotten achievements out of this army. But I said it would be nice to be able to have a book that's back in the fat middle to top fat middle. Right. Uh, okay. What about want? What do you want it to be? So I had to go and have a look real quick at the list of all the order armies mm -hmm. because. Boy, did I just realize we kind of have a lot of them already fleshed out recently, which there's nothing wrong with. Right. Um, I think I want it to be an army that I've been thinking about playing forever, uh, but I just never have done it. The Seraphon, just because I love the look of that army. Okay, I see how it is. You uh, aren't uh, necessarily... Uh, happy with your place, so you want to jump up top? Okay, I got it. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. No. <laughs> um, I think for me, the want... Um, again, going too far is the either the, you know, the Grugnies, Reclaimers, or the Combined Dispossessed KO book. Um, Fair enough. But uh, I would like to see at least the updated KO um, because, okay. again, like I said, it's, it, even though, again, KO is not in a bad place right now, um, at least to people that, that can dedicate themselves to it. But right. the, the book is just, it's so terribly written. Like, <laughs> regardless of how good it is or how bad it is, it's just written terribly like yeah. it's better than it was before because the first time around it was hey here's all these rules ignore all of them because you can't do them when you're in a boat and if you get out of a boat you lose <laughs> right uh, they have gotten better at that they have cleaned up the garrisoning rules but it's still a lot of just oh you'd like to do that well don't do it that way or mm -hmm. oh, no you don't can't do that so uh so we'll see We'll see. And like I said, as, as far as that goes, like, one thing that will never happen that I would really like to see is if, if KO and Fire Slayers swapped their allegiance abilities. Um, so, like, 
fire slayers now have like their their runes that they can burn to do certain things as like the urgold um or aether gold and then instead of that give the rune system turn it into like a i don't know an amendment system and you could choose which amendment to the to the to the um the code you're going to implement each turn um that to me makes more narrative sense but uh it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen (laughs) um what do you think it's going to be though uh so what i think it's gonna be is gonna piss a lot of people off i think it'll be luminath realm lords yep yep (laughs) again for the third book in as many years which will make people so happy you know is there any way to make luminath an approachable army in its current state, if you want to keep the feel similar, it is. Oh no, I'm talking about. Think... I'm talking about completely destroying the feel, sticking with the narrative, and making it so a a new player can pick up the army, and b you don't go shit if you see the army put down in front of you. I I don't know if there's a an easy way to keep the feel and still make it new player friendly. Especially right now, just in its current state. I know you said I can tear it down, but I don't know what I would rebuild it as. That I don't need so much bookkeeping, I think, is the problem from a new player's perspective. Yeah. And I mean, even from an advanced player's perspective, if you forget something in the hero phase and you get partway through the shooting phase, you look down and go, oh, crap. Never mind. Yeah. That could be game. Yeah. Yep. Um, I mean, it's again i know that i rag on them a lot here but like they are just in my opinion it is the worst army in order if not the game um because again like i said i'm not saying competitively i'm not saying right strength wise i'm saying that there's nothing that is that feels good or has been well developed uh, from a gameplay or, or a game theory aspect. Because, um, again, it's either, oh, okay, you hid behind something, I'm still going to shoot you. Oh, you know what? I know you tried to position yourself in a way, but my guy can move 100 inches and around, and every time he pops in and out of you, he's going to do mortal wounds to you. Uh, to, oh, gee, I'd like to move my guys across the table, but I can't because there's an inch a barrier in front of me and all my guys have to stay base to base yeah um you know it's like there's no there's no point that you can just sit down and play with this army everything you have to be concentrating on everything and you have to like and your opponent has to be concentrating on everything the entire time as well so right i don't it's think it's definitely it's a gamer's army is the big way of looking at it. I, again like to go to just be rough about it it's a dick's army <laughs> gotcha gotcha <laughs> like i said i mean um, it's the only way to the only way to win with the army is to literally take away that agency of your opponent yeah um, and like i said that's just not a good that's not a good foundation for an army i i know they're not going to rewrite the book but they probably should gotcha yeah it's it's an odd place <laughs> um yeah well i said i mean and and honestly i you know i i apologize for it but at the same time like 
we did not see a lot of LVO or a lot of L- LRL at LVO. No, and I think looking over the results, we did not see any break top 50. No, I think either. the first one was top 58. Something like that, yeah, yeah. But we'll get into that here in a minute too. So let's just finish up the, the news with two quick articles here. So they um, just today they came out and said that they are adding the Underworlds fighters to uh, Warcry. Yeah, very uh, cool. I think it's super neat. They're going to be called Bladeborn. There's a little bit of kind of mixed messaging they're giving here. So here's like a one paragraph here that says, Each Warhammer's Underworld fighter belongs to a faction and bears faction-specific room marks to show which Warcry warband they can join. Um, and then like later down, uh, where was it they said? Oh, yeah. Um, don't want to use bladeborn fighters as full members of your warband you can take bladeborn leader you can take a bladeborn leader as an ally instead and then we'll bring along their buddies into the bargain so i i don't know enough about warband warcry to know about allies but it just seems yeah i can't say i understand the the allying <laughs> so you can either either you can either take them or you can take them as allies right I don't. I don't either. But hopefully, well, I take Dunclaw. So, I mean, that's a win all on its own. So <laughs> he's actually not too bad. <laughs> and I'm liking that strength five. I think uh, the rest of the Deepkin in Warcry are all sitting at like strength three, maybe strength four. So <laughs> he's about the strongest boy in the entire army. I'm liking it. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so one thing that I was looking through whenever I was reading this article, it does say, you know, it does talk about, where is it here? Oh, the Tome of Champions 2021 goes up pre-order soon. Do you think that means, uh, you know, I've been hearing a lot of people speculate about, uh, Warcry 2. Um, to me, bringing out a Tome of Champions soon kind of squashes that rumor. What do you think? Uh, I kind of I have to agree. I think this will just be one of those things they continue to keep living. Um, maybe whenever we eventually move additions in Age of Sigmar again, that's whenever they'll do this because that's what happened 40k wise. But okay. I think with this time of champions coming out, I expect this game to stay similar at least for a little <laughs> while. As they as they continue to to barely even stoke the the embers as it yeah. <laughs> um all right so moving along to the last thing we're moving off of the um warhammer community site over to a blog that i check out frequently called uh fayette 212 uh they had a little bit of a old world rumor that i didn't see anywhere else um we'll see about this so this is a website that i come to a lot and a lot of their stuff turns out to be accurate um so they're talking here let's see so uh it's going to be orcs orcs and goblins versus empire for the starter box and um there's going to be no carryover models from the current lines really i i have no idea how they're going to do that (laughs) uh but yeah it said uh Everything will be, so regarding the new starter box, everything will be new sculpts. There will be zero carryover 
or reprints of old stuff. Old models can be used, but loadouts won't necessarily be the same. Uh, and then regarding Forge World Resin, I've heard uh, the rumor about resin for everything outside the big box for multiple sources. So I put my money on that being mostly accurate. So we're looking at um, at least the starter box is going to be all new sculpts. I can see that. I can see the starter box itself being all new sculpts. But I don't know. The idea that I couldn't grab an old old box of skeletons or something for Old right. World or go and grab the current uh, Age of Sigmar uh, free cities like humans and make that work. That's mm -hmm. interesting. We'll, we'll definitely see. Um, yeah. That's a it's a huge project they've been undertaking then if they've been doing this many sculpts. Yeah. And that's one of the things I think is funny. It's like, honestly, with Old World, you know, while I'm, it's more of a curiosity than a than an interest. Because, um, again, I don't even know if I'm going to get a Old World army, especially considering that right. Dave, Neil, and Chuck all said they have zero interest. I don't think you're very interested either. So, I mean... I'm interested to see what they do from a model perspective. <laughs> right, right. Well, that's um, about it. <laughs> but, like, the other thing is, if it's Forge World Resin, what's well, done? That's dead in the water. Yeah. yeah. There's no way that you're going to get people. So, again, basically what you did was you came out with Aegis Sigmar. <laughs> and then you took everyone that was upset about the loss of squares and you told them to suck your dick. So now, what are you, five, six years later, maybe even seven by the time this comes out, and you're going to go like, hey, buddy, you want to come back? Spend $1,000 on some resin, huh? <laughs> yeah, now, I mean, a lot of the people who probably don't realize this is going to have to be Forge World Resin at this point that I've spoken to that whenever the Age of Sigmar change happened and they just never decided to step over. Right. They've been very excited about this whole idea that they're going to get a rank and fight game again. I don't know if those people, once they realize if it is going to be a Forge World product that's in Forge World Resin mm -hmm. at Forge World prices, I don't think they're going to be as excited anymore. I, I, I have to agree. I wholly mm. agree. Like I said, I... From day one, I think this was a dumb idea. They should have left it in the hands of, say, Cubicle 7 with their role-playing game. Um, you know, just leave it there. And if you want to do an, uh, an apocalypse-sized game, just make movement trays that, that seat rounds and use Age of Sigmar models. Yeah, no, I think they may have put too many resources into rebuilding the old world here. Yeah. Um, been maybe different if they said, hey, you can use stuff that's currently out there, go find whatever you can, and given us a few plastic kits. Yeah. I think you could have convinced a lot of people. Yeah, I agree. If you could, well, again, that's the problem though, is like GW's with, with them raising prices to raising them too high, too quick, at terrible timing, and they're not seemingly taking that foot off the gas. And why would they? They just had one of their, well, they've had their best years as of late. 
Yeah, and I mean, like I said, I mean, I, I think we're, we're we're basically setting ourselves up in the same, uh, as opposed to it just happening to Bretonians and um, Tomb Kings. I think we are looking at something like that happening to more. <laughs> right. You know, I, I think we're going to see. Oh, what do you mean it's going to cost me six, seven hundred dollars to start a new forty k army? Uh, maybe I'll just stick with the one I have. You know, right. um, especially if you know battle tomes and codexes are going to keep coming out. They're going to be just this oddity of where are you even going with it? You know, uh, we'll see though. We'll see. I don't want to be yeah. too negative about it. Good. Um, so let's move on here. Let's get our power cleanser going here. Uh, so going all the way back to January 11th. Um, looks like uh, two some sort of two hatches. Or where you have chuck two energy cells in or something. Uh, this is something 40k in my mind. Yeah, I'm wondering if this might just be a terrain piece. Uh, might be. I don't know. Um, it's either that or it's one of the Chaos-style vehicles that we saw in the that's true. the video uh, last month. It's true. Or it's it could be that, that Dark Mechanicus that you keep going on about. Hey, now. <laughs> uh, regardless, it is not an Age of Sigmar thing, so I think we are... Yeah. We're, we're safe to say that, I believe. Right. Um, January 18th. Attire. Yeah. Um, attire is a rarity in the 40K universe, as it turns out. <laughs> I think the only place I see tires is in... Oh, jeez. Gene Steeler call. Oh, okay. Well, I know there's a couple... Um, I know there was an Imperial Guard related vehicle that everyone wanted treads on it so i think the um oh it it comes with treads the imperial guard vehicle you're thinking of and people went out and bought a bunch of kits to oh, convert to wheeled vehicles yes all the yes. way around all the way around yep. well once yep. again 40k thing okay moving right along here to the last one we had january 25th it looks like a um, dark mechanicus um satellite dish of some yeah, sort tv yeah. antenna that's <laughs> yeah it's either that or it might be a towel thing oh no way now i don't know if you're yeah. looking at the image i i am now and the more i keep looking at it the little, i wanted to say the base made me think that but as the, i go up the antennas that little the, less... the little part where there's like three little saucers almost yeah that's that's the most mechanicus thing i've seen so either either dark mechanicus and i've i've plucked this one from the ether or we're getting yeah. more uh mechanicus <laughs> yeah that's what everyone wants to hear more mechanicus hell yeah man that's that's what we need um yeah. okay oh no awesome. looks like me did you transition over you did not Oh no! All right, everybody. Uh -oh. I apologize about that. Uh, hold on. Let me see if I can. Uh -oh. Okay. Hold on one second, guys. Okay. Sorry about that, everybody. Okay. So let's go back here real quick. Undo close tab. Undo close tab. Okay. So, double pipes thing. We think it's a forty k thing. 
don't know. Yeah. Here's a tire. We think it's a 40K thing. Antennas. We think it's a 40K thing. Yep. All right. Oops. Uh, mistakes were made. They've been fixed now. <laughs> yes. All done now. Okay. So, on to LVO. So, um... Hold on, Zoe. Come here. Come here. It's all good. Come here. She misses you. You finally yep, home yep. for an so, extended yeah, so she period of time. These... Nothing um... wrong with that. <laughs> all right. So, as we gave at the very beginning of the show, we kind of talked about our overall feelings of LVO. Uh, let's kind of get into the specifics here. Let's start off with your um, game one. All right, so my game one of LVO was against Russ playing his uh, Beast, or not Beast of Chaos. I always want to say Beast of Chaos whenever <laughs> what I mean is Ogre Maw Tribes. Russ ended up entering the top eight. Nice. So that was, if I'm going to lose to somebody, P.S. I lost, obviously, since he entered the top <laughs> eight. That's somebody I'd want to lose to. <laughs> uh, Russ was just an awesome dude to play against. Had a great time. Um, we actually had a very, very close game. I want to say all five rounds. Good. Uh, turn four, he got a wonderful charge off with his stone horn that ended up, I think, costing me the game. Uh, I think I could have done something better positioning-wise to help prevent this. But at the end of the day... I was in control and ended up making a mistake. Russ capitalized on it perfectly and uh, ended up taking taking me down by the end of it. Yeah. Well, it, uh, it stinks to start off with a win, but it does help us get to the lower tables. <laughs> uh, not, not exactly where I wanted to spend my day. I wanted to at least get through day one and then have somebody slap me back down. <laughs> well, again, that's you got to let, let the cream rise to its top. Let it go be a little jerk up there, uh, you know. <laughs> but <Jeez>. uh <laughs> yeah that's right you heard me say uh -huh. it. if you're good uh -huh. at age of sigmar if you're better than me you're a jerk that's what <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> um so my first opponent was um his name was aaron he brought uh maggot of nurgle which i was okay. really glad to see because i was kind of nervous to about this face off um at just the sheer number of mortal wounds that it can theoretically put out um, now with that being said, uh, I did lose this match. Um, but it was definitely a, a combined effort between garbage dice rolls and garbage, uh, general decisions. <laughs> Understood. Um, so here real quick, I took a screenshot of everyone's list. So I'll kind of run down mine a little bit oh, quick good. here. So he had a great unclean one, Rodigus, Sloppity, Scrivener. Um, two 20-man units of Plague Bears and another 10-man unit of Plague Bears. Um, so, I was so nervous about Rodigus's just board-wide mortal wounds mm -hmm. that he can do with his spell that I focused on him too much. Uh, so I got him down, I want to say, either round two or round three. I forget exactly which. Um, and after that is when I was like, Hey, you know what I can kill in one turn? Sloppity and the Scrivener. <laughs> there you go. So I literally took my long shots and I went half into one, half into the other, killed them both immediately. And I'm like, 
boy, that makes those plague bearers a lot more easier to handle. <laughs> Very quickly sit there and go, oh, I can do this. Right. And, and But unfortunately at that point he had heavily worn down one block of uh, Vindictors. And um, other than that, like I said, it was just so many poor, terrible run rolls, poor charge rolls. It's like, oh, I just need a five. No, you're getting a three. Okay, I'll re-roll it. Ha <laughs> ha, there's a two. Like, <laughs> right. Um, so I couldn't really get to where I was trying to go. I failed every single one of my teleportation rolls. Um, ugh, which we'll get to my list. I think we'll talk about lists when we're done here. But okay. um, again, uh, Aaron was was a was a great opponent. A great intro to lvo um like i said the only frustrating like these i don't mind losing when it's a good opponent and it's a good match it's a little yeah. frustrating whenever you think about it and go well duh if i would have just thought for two seconds i might have been able to win um but again that's that's not taking anything away from aaron and his ability to pilot that army um right. so uh how about your round two uh, so my round two after my first round loss, I ended up playing against one half of Partners of War, uh, Kathy, and her all dragons list. Ten, <laughs> ten dragons coming my way. Um, I gave that game hell, let me tell you. But by the end of it, come round five, I was tabled and there were still four dragon or. Yeah, I ended up being tabled. There were still four dragons on the table. But I only lost by three points at the end of it. So That's not bad. So I'll take it as a personal win. After after fighting dragons. Yeah. because um, we're definitely gonna have a dragon talk here. Mm-hmm. Um what is do you think they are beatable or do you think they're just too bent to the point they're broke? So obviously they're beatable because they didn't win LVO. Right. So I can't sit here and say they aren't beatable. That's because of the human aspect as part of it. I think the only reason I was anywhere near as close to doing as well as I did against her is because I think she made a couple of play errors throughout the game. So the way she had set up and shot with her dragons, her four man of dragons didn't see combat round one, mm-hmm. which was great for me because... That's a lot of damage I got to avoid. Yeah. Um, obviously, like I said, I ended up being tabled by the end, so it didn't cause her too much of an issue, but it did allow me to focus on a pocket of the army and take it down before the rest of it showed up. By the time the rest of it showed up, though, it was too late. I'd already lost too many uh, units dealing with half of the army. Yeah. To have to turn around and deal with the other half, as well as taking points. Yeah, yeah. That um, that that that's very reminiscent of of my, uh, just basically of your description there, of my uh, fight against Nurgle, where it's just like, sit there going, "Come on, man, where'd everyone go?" <laughs> yeah, yep. By the time you're like, "Okay, I'm at the point I can do." Oh wait, nobody's right. still here. Right. Ah crap. <laughs> uh, well, so my round two was against um, Bill, uh, and he is actually an acquaintance of strength hammer it's not a member of the strength hammer underground uh so that's uh, okay bill good comment below to say here and then you'll be part of the strength hammer underground 
All right. Um, so I felt a little bad for him because he brought Daughters of Cain, which is the list that I have the most experience fighting with this list. <laughs> um, Thanks, Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> he was very happy that, that uh, you know, that I played Chuck a million times. So um, so he brought Marathi. He brought the Malusi Iron Scale. Uh, only one Hag Queen, which I was very interested to see. But um, then as far as the list goes, we got a 20 block of um, Witch Elves, 10 Blood Sisters, uh, Kur and I, uh, Bloodstalkers, and um, Doomfire Warlocks. So again, I've never worried about the warlocks. I um, people bring them to just get an extra spell or an extra dispel or something. But like, no, I just go nothing. Nothing impress you. Yeah, I, I my main goal is I try and get them to move them up or try and use them for something important or you know pin everything else down to try and get them to move around so I can just deal with them later. That's <laughs> um. <laughs> So I felt real bad for him, like I said, because, again, the bow snakes are really the only thing in that army that, that I'm really scared of. Uh, mm-hmm. And thankfully, my long strikes have a 30-inch reach where they have a 24-inch reach. So I'm able to reposition using Bastion, and also, if that's still not enough, I can use my Lord Relictor to get them where they need to be. And if I can go first, then... You have a target, yeah. Right, right. So that was the, kind of what happened here. I took her down. I took him down to one bow snake left, which again, I'm not worried about one bow snake. Uh, and then through the rest of the game was basically just whittling. Um, there was, I mean, he really knew how to pilot this army, and he really knew the mission. Um, I really had to finagle uh, to get my first win through here. Um, it was a lot of. It was probably. I don't think I've ever seen an objective switch control as much as we did on this one. Um, And then again, like I said, I was constantly whittling away at Marathi, whether it was trying to get a long strike shot in or trying to use Bastion's lightning ability. Uh, But (laughs) I felt a little bad, Uh, but not that bad. Not bad enough to not laugh. Um, I got, I managed to get Marathi down to three wounds left. Um, for some reason, he charged my chariot uh, with little Marathi. Tried to cast a spell. Uh, rolled double ones. Rolled the three to do mortal wounds to herself. Saved one of them, so she's at one wound left. Then decides to use uh, big Marathi's command ability to shoot in the hero phase. To shoot my chariot. Killing my chariot. Blowing up and killing little Marathi. <laughs> that's that's a story right there yeah yeah i mean uh, i was like now that's a tv show let's yeah yeah <laughs> that's the, the the shoot and then no you fool <laughs> da, 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 da. beautiful yeah uh so again it was good to get my first victory in i was you know after losing the first time on i was like oh this is gonna be this is gonna be how this tournament's gonna go i just know it um so yeah so to get that victory in I said I, I felt bad, but uh, a win is a win. <laughs> uh, so how about your turn three? Oh, uh, also, well, my game three. But... Uh, my turn two was on table 69. There you go. Very nice. Yeah. 
So, my game three was against Brittany and her Soulblight Gravelords. Um, this focused pretty heavily around uh, the dogs being our battle line here, as well, of course, a uh, Vampire Lord on Zombie Dragon. Uh, full cast of heroes to help out, keeping everything going. Um, Terrain ended up being a big help to me here. Uh, I had won the roll-off, chose to be attacker, so Brittany set up the terrain. Uh, we ended up having two large line-of-sight blocking pieces, kind of center table. They also were impassable, so no one was going to do any sort of movement shenanigans around them. Kind of split the board in half. So I skewed the army to one side. <coughs> Excuse me. Took out one half of her army. And then on turn three, I was able to pivot and go and finally fight the other half as the objective. Uh, I can't remember the name of the mission, but it's the one where we slowly move to the center of the table. The vice. So, yes, the vice. So I was able to take one half of the table, pivot, and then go and fight the other half. All right. And then you did end up winning that one? Yes, that was my first win of LVO, which <laughs> sadly came a little bit later than what I wanted, but it is well, what it is. It was good to end your day on a high note. There we go. That's the best way of looking at it. Um, so I fought Nate Trentinelli. Um, so also made top eight. <laughs> yep, also made top eight. Uh, it was um, simultaneously good and bad to see such a handsome face across the board. <laughs> Fair enough. Because <laughs> um, I said, him and his brother are just, they're a tag team, man. They are... I remember they were at, uh, I forget if they were at NashCon. I, probably they were. Um, yeah, they were. But uh, they were there. at ACO, they were just, whew, couldn't stop either yeah. one of them. That, that was my one loss at ACO was to <laughs> Anthony. So, yeah. Um, well, yeah so he, he brought the Nagash list that a lot of people have been talking about, where it's literally just Nagash, uh, Spirit Torment, 10 block or 10, three 10 man blocks of Chain Rasps, five Hex Race. And a, a twice reinforced spirit host. <laughs> yeah, as it turns out, that thing was hard to take down, wasn't it? <laughs> that thing could not be taken down. <laughs> gotcha. Um, I was able to take out chain rasps left and right, no problem. You know, basically, if they were around. Um, and then, uh, once again, friggin' teleport, man. All I need is two, and it's just not there. So, again, so far at this point, uh, I've only been able to teleport twice. And I will not teleport another day on this, uh, another time on this day. So, <laughs> um, yeah. What, what, what was it? Twice out of 12 rolls on the day, I think, is what you said? Yeah. Twice okay. out of 12 times, it just. I, yeah, it was, that's not that's how odds work. Yeah, too you successful. Need to stop that. Yeah. Again, we'll get to that in a bit. It's okay. <laughs> so, the. Uh, I was actually doing very well. I had Nagash down to two wounds remaining. That's awesome. Uh, so I had him down to two wounds. I had, I want to say it was like between six and eight uh, Vindictors left. I had my Castellan and I had Bastion all going into um, Nagash this round. And so I felt all I needed to do was teleport over my six long strikes, and that should be enough to button it away. Well, 
end of the day, one comes around, <laughs> and then he saves everything. You know what? Everything. Sometimes you just get it, you know? <laughs> then, of course, his turn comes around. He hands in gas. Or he's been doing um, the, the hand of ash or dust or whatever the heck it is. The, dust, yeah. Yeah, the hand of dust. Just every turn. And I was doing really well with that. I was like, oh, that one got it. Oh, that one got it. Oh, that one got it. And then, of course, the one time I screw it up, he picks Bastion. <laughs> mm. so Probably Bastion, the most efficient way to get rid of Bastion in the oh, game. Oh, jeez, oh, man. I, I was like, mm, why couldn't you be Gotrek? Why <laughs> 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 not just take a wound? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so he ended up winning that one. Um, Oh, it was it was it was a rough it was a rough loss, um, just because it was just a struggle the entire time. I put everything I had into that, and and once he once I survived being a two, the next turn he, he was back up to no like nothing like it like nothing had happened, and knowing that like at that point I had put everything my army had into him, he was able to survive it just enough. And then my army started the decline, and then there was no way it was going to happen again after that. Right. Um, now, with that being said, probably one of the um, nicest human beings <laughs> I have awesome. ever met in this game. We literally probably sat around and talked for about maybe 20 minutes, almost a half hour. And, and he was so nice. He was talking about how great my army looked, and like, and he thought that the way it played was so cool that he was like, he was interested in trying to like um, play around with it himself to see if it's something he would like to do. Like, ah, just a class act, man. Awesome, awesome. You love to see the guys up at the top be like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I said, I mean, that's you know, you have you have your Nates, you have your Bills, um, you know, Roger. Well, you know, Roger. He, yeah. Ro you know you, <laughs> Roger. <laughs> we all love you, buddy. It's okay. <laughs> no, which by the way, I'm just teasing. Roger did lend me uh, a carrying case to actually get to LVO, and if he didn't, I don't know how I would have got the army there and back. I probably would have had to say, ship it. <laughs> I was going to say, you better apologize to that man very quickly, because... Uh... <laughs> um, no, no. If I said that Roger was a polite individual and loved everybody, he would yell at me himself. So <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Alright, on to round four. Uh, round four, morning of day two. I fought against Nick and his... Uh, Ogre Maw Tribes. So, Ogre Maw Tribes, again, uh, very similar list, except for where Russ was using Icefall Yetis, uh, Nick was using, uh, I forget what the Riders, Mournfang Cav oh, yeah, yeah. as his battle line. So, very similar. Um, having had a night to think about where I went wrong in my last battle, uh, I took this game kind of handily, thankfully. Um, my opponent uh, tried to rush me turn one after giving him the turn, got himself to within danger close of pretty well everything I wanted him to be within, and I was able to just pick off pieces one by one while being able to pin the pieces I didn't want to come and fight me a second time, essentially. Yeah. So this was a game that I reminded myself I do ha know how to play Warhammer. <laughs> I can I can actually set things up for, you know, okay, protect yourself from a, getting a double turn, things like that, okay, okay, and set yourself up. So I'm glad to see you were able to get yourself snapped kind of 
back into into things mentally yeah. and um and then you did end up winning that one right yes yeah i ended up winning that one all right uh so my next um uh, opponent was uh for round four his name was joel he brought gloom spike gets which i was never so happy to see gloom spike gets <laughs> yeah um and he himself said that he was there to to have fun more than to win um boy his his list was a hodgepodge of of just interestingness <laughs> yeah. so he um let me th- let me go i'm gonna go down this one just straight 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 down here so we had the um break a boss on meyer brute trogoth as um an ally i believe yeah that was the ally yeah. Then we had the Dankhold Trog boss as the general. Um, then we had Molog and the um, uh, Underworld's Warband. Oh, there we go. <laughs> uh, we had Scragot the Loon King. Uh, we also had uh, Rip a Snarl Snarlfang from the Underworld's Warband. Uh, then we had two units of two three-man units of rock gut trogos a unit of fellwather trogoths um 24 squig herd uh a mangrove squig and um and then of course he had the uh scrap scuttle uh endless spell so i i thanks to brad i kind of knew what everything did (laughs) good good um but I also knew that that loon boss or the loon king needed to go. <laughs> yeah. So that was yeah. kind of my main focus there. Um, and so I, once I kind of got rid of that, I was like, okay, I think this game is kind of in the bag. And then that, that thought was immediately ripped away from me. Oh no. Because he put the mangler squig out front and mm-hmm. right in the objective right where i needed to go i'm like awesome i'll be able to just pile in get more bodies on there than he has take it out take some lumps move on um because again they're not necessarily known for their their they're, they're defense known, right yeah. they're known for their offense not necessarily yeah. defense so i decided to go with bring it down which was the only uh battle tactic that i failed whenever i put uh, whenever I charged in two fulminators, my storm uh, storm call chariot, uh, and a unit of ten uh, vindictors. Oh boy! So, uh, whenever I was watching the game, the infamous game where a unit of four fulminators did forty some damage in one turn, I scoffed at that and said, "I see your forty and raise you zero. <laughs> So, yeah. again, the Fulminators continued to do nothing. Uh, I, I wanted them to go, so I, I put the all-out attack on them. Uh, mm-hmm. So they did nothing. I charged with the Chariot, and I was able to do, like, four Mortal Wounds. And then after that, it did nothing. And then I attacked with my Vindicators, which also did nothing. <laughs> I don't... You are just a mathematical anomaly, and it will never, <laughs> never cease to amaze me. Um, yeah, like I said, I mean, it, some people 
bitch about their dice rolls, and it's obnoxious. I'm sure I annoy some people bringing up dice rolls, but I don't know what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I can put 700 points of miniatures into a, a 700 points of offense into a mangler squig and not take it down, I don't know where else you go with that. I guess it's a tactical error on my fault for rolling a bunch of ones. That's <laughs> you just stop doing that. You will um, have better games, I promise you. Now, again, with that being said, I cannot complain about my dice rolls because outside of that conflict, <laughs> yeah, it was not his game. Um, like okay. it was literally once we got past the mangler squig and I got my long shots. I got my long shots in a position where I was able to basically see everything. I mean, Uh-oh. I went, um, Molog, gone. Uh, the, uh, Dankhold Trogoth, eh, gone. Uh, <laughs> I okay. was, it was just pop, 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 pop. And everything, I think by round three, I think I owned the table. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing um, wrong with that. But thankfully, I said I felt a little bad for my for my opponent because Joel was just such a great guy, so awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. We had such a good fight, but he was taking everything in stride. He he was still cracking up from the from the mangler, good, good <laughs> the mangler situation, and he was like, "Look, that's not what I came here for." And and uh, yeah, so right. he had a he had a good time, and I had a good time, and I ended up pulling that one out. Good, awesome. So, what about your final? Let's see. What about your final match? Uh, my final match was against Charles and his Seraphon, which anyone who's been watching this for any length of time, if I mention Seraphon at a competitive event, it means I'd lose. Somehow, we kept that same streak going. <laughs> uh, good old Lord Croak. Um, they were under Constellation, so minus one to wound, which... You don't realize how much that hurts you until you're sitting oh. there trying to pound into somebody with yeah. two damage weapons and going, wait a second, my sharks are only doing one no matter what I do. Yeah. Just, and between that and the blanket, just mortal wounds all over the place, just slowly whittling me down. It was a game that I felt I could win. I fought very, very hard with it. Ended up. Uh, what was it on turn four? I had my turtle, the eidolon, and my shark still alive. So my hammers were still there. Wow! Shock them into my opponent as hard as I can. Croak and the casting force is still alive at the end of it, as well as a singular Bastilodon. He's able to pump a bunch of mortal wounds into me because obviously I had to dive in at him. Uh, so Croak casts his spell three times. It does mortal wounds to everything within 18. Bastilodon uh, cleans up basically everything else. And going into five, he ends up tabling me. So I think I didn't lose that game by too terribly much. Honestly, had I been able to take Croak down with, uh, sadly, what was a failed charge. It was a long charge I needed to get to Croak, but I had to give the attempt for it. Yeah. Had I gotten there, ooh, I can only imagine how good that would have felt. But yeah, what was the? Do you remember the score? Was it close? Um, I would need to actually look up the score. It ended up being a lot closer than it should have been, even with me being tabled at the end of 
the game. Uh, I'm going to say it was within four or five points. So with me not scoring my battle tactic and not even scoring at all on turn five, I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah, that is a hell of an army, man. Yeah, it is. It is. I, I feel like they probably took the core core basis core winning material of like five other armies and just like just shoveled it into that one book right right <laughs> they, it's they not unbeatable because the points on a lot of things are higher so that helps but they definitely have the point that what the little sprinkle of magic i brought in the list that got shut down completely yeah. and then whenever i'm hitting with my high damage weapons and thinking i'm gonna do something i can't yeah so um so my my fifth round was against ryan uh from the uh tough crowd <laughs> i believe that's is that their yeah. little yeah yeah the tough yeah crowd. yeah uh, another like this is the other thing like man i've you, you go to these events and you expect to meet good people and yeah. then of course you're always going to have the one or two games where you're like mm, yeah mm. we're we're I'm a little bit oil, you're a little bit water, let's finish this game and move on. You know, mm-hmm. this is literally the first tournament where every single person I fought against was just top-notch, top-shelf human being. And, awesome. and Ryan continued this trend. Like, I, I could tell that he... Uh, we'll, we'll get into it here. So so he brought... Um, he brought Breezeclaw. And... Uh, and he brought Yetis too. I was so happy to see Yetis on the awesome. table. Um, I keep telling anytime anyone has Beast Claw and they don't have Yetis, I tell them they need to add Yetis. Uh, yeah. Not necessarily because I think they're competitive. Of course, now after seeing them, I think they're a little more competitive than than people yeah. give credit. I think they just don't want to deal with the resin. Um. <laughs> yeah, the, the sculpts could use an update. As I, whenever I was talking with Ross, my round one opponent, I went, "Oh, so where are these sculpts?" And he's like, "No, that that's the GW sculpt. That's." <laughs> How she looks like. Oh. <laughs> They're embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so he kind of went with, let me see what we got here. We had Huskar on Stonehorn, Huskar on Thundertusk, Frostlord on Stonehorn, and Frostlord on Stonehorn. Uh, and then two Mornfane packs and three Yetis. So um, I basically, I knew they could move fast, and I knew they could do, I knew if they could touch me, they could hurt me. They could hurt me bad. Hurt me yeah. bad, Cole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, they do. Uh, I was trying to measure everything out, and I was so I was giving everything about twenty-five to twenty-eight inches. Not enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not enough as it, as, it, as it goes. So, um, once again, I accidentally I accidentally stuck my fulminators out too far. That one's on me. Uh, okay. So he was able to. Uh, well, we're late enough in the in the episode here. Uh, he butt fucked them into oblivion. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Um, then he got uh, two more of the big boys into my center line, destroying a unit of vindictors and destroying Bastion. So here I am. I have long strikes, one unit of ten vindictors, and my chariot, and then of course my relictor and. Um, uh, Castellan. So I'm like, okay, that's game over. Uh, you know, we, we had a good run. I guess we'll go two and three. Uh, you know, we didn't we didn't go anywhere from here. Like, we, we stayed right. even. That's good enough, I guess. Um, yeah. But 
we'd only been playing for a couple minutes and I wasn't tabled. And so I decided that I was going to switch into narrative mode where I was going to play like a Stormcast and never give up. Mm-hmm. So, because I was sitting there just, oh man, I I felt a little bad because I, I was just sitting there staring at the table. I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> <laughs> and um, I said, okay, come on. Get, get over the pity party. Let's get playing. Let's just have some fun. You know, get this guy a win and we'll, <laughs> we'll move on. Right. Uh, but so I decided, I'm like, okay, what we're going to do is we're going to pick, we're going to pick these targets. We're going to go boom, boom, boom. We're going to do one at a time. And um, thankfully, Long Strikes once again showed up to play. Uh, we killed off the, um, we were able to kill off uh, one of them in the hero round, her hero phase shooting just straight up and so then for the actual shooting i was able to shoot the one that had metal cruncher on it and i got that mostly taken care of uh it left enough room or no i'm sorry it was the other way around i killed metal cruncher first and then i shot on the other one that killed my vindictors i had gotten my other vindictors to wheel around to charge the metal cruncher but since he was gone i had to do the long bomb into the others they were able to do enough in there to take him out too. So down two stone horns in a single turn. Right. <laughs> it's a pretty good comeback. Right. So now, now both of us are sitting there uh, chewing our, our fingernails down to nubs. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> and like both of us are having just palpitations over where is this round going to go now? Um, but unfortunately... I don't know what it is. Uh, everyone says about how their um, their long strikes always get killed off. Mm-hmm. My long strikes have yet to be killed off. I I don't nothing wrong with that. I, I mean, mean I, you don't roll good enough with them to make people think they're a target. <laughs> right, so it's right. okay. Well, that's the thing. Is like, <laughs> I just basically whenever I sit down, whenever I see another player, I just assume that player is better than me. <laughs> And if they're having a problem that I'm not having, then I think something's wrong. Like the equation <laughs> isn't right. It's not not that I'm doing something good or I, I'm an idiot savant in just keeping long strikes alive. But <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, I was I was able to basically use those to just shoot everything I could, and um, finally we were also getting teleports. We're getting teleports going, and we're getting them where I needed them. Uh, not at the beginning of the game. Still failed two in a row. <laughs> but when it really counted, like, so, um, do you remember the object or the, the game? Because I remember there was... Oh, it's the one with the three objectives, and you have uh, three predators as well that need to kill yeah. predators. Yeah. So, thankfully, I chose long strikes as my predators, and I killed all Boy. his predators with my predators. <laughs> That may have helped you out a little bit in this game. Uh, But so I was able to teleport the long strikes to the other side of the table where he, since he had advanced so far, get to the other side and try and clear out some stuff I couldn't get to otherwise. And um, I actually ended up taking it round five by teleporting my Lord Relictor. There we go. Lord Relictor saying, hey, I'm going to just peace out and, and go felt, over this objective. I felt oh. so bad because Ryan was just, I could see them just kicking himself. And I felt so bad because it was the back, it was his side of the board with um, 
the objective and he had mm-hmm. just moved off of it right and i was like oh, teleport boom right on top i grabbed it and i think that might have been round four um okay but again we're talking like this is where you know we're each getting points but he's getting a little bit more each time and then all of a sudden round three happens where i'm getting a little bit more i'm getting a little bit more oh no <laughs> right yeah um and so i ended up winning that one um making me uh, achieve my goal of three and two congratulations that was awesome dude yeah now what was really funny was is uh and again this is more for the audience instead of for you cole but uh because you were there (laughs) oh really so the so the next goal i basically had so the goal for this one was three and two i think i said that last Mm -hmm. time uh the next goal i kind of had placed in my head for me was to reach um to be above the fold so the to be above 500 and so we're i'm waiting to see for the results for everything and you know we went and got dinner and we came back Mm -hmm. and they finally posted and I was like, okay, so I checked at the tournament that there was 150 people there. Right, on day two. Right. And I'm like, okay, so all I need is 75th place. 75th place, and I'll be happy. And so the, the placings were finally listed, 76. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> But then I remembered that there was a bunch of people that dropped that day. So I looked at the the rankings that had the full list and it was 177 people, meaning I got over the halfway mark. There you go. So that's actually the, I think it was like 40, 40 some percentile. So awesome. I guess my next goal is probably to do 30 percentile. I mean, that sounds, that sounds a little licorice to me, but I mean, hey, why not? Top of the three-two bracket at least, and yeah. then we'll start working into the four ones. I need to get back to there, so that's my big goal right yeah. now. So well, so that kind of leads me to where I wanted to kind of touch on next. Going into it, what do you like reevaluating your list? What do you think of it now, and what changes where do you think you're going to do? So I don't know if it was the list. And let's to let's start also with. let's push off your new battle tome let's just say the battle right. tome you have that, now is what's staying forever if that were to be staying forever yes okay so i don't know how much i would have changed the list i think a lot of it was me i didn't have anywhere near as many games as i should have had with that list um definitely like game one i definitely noted there was a movement error on my part which gave russ this huge opening to come and wreck my day which smartly he took advantage of um game two against the dragons there's a possibility i could have even the score by one or two points i don't know if i could have won that game having been tabled so early it felt like uh just i think whenever round five came the turn i got tabled i had a singular eel and I want to say 10 Reavers or so still alive. So really nothing to do anything against four dragons. But I think I could have eked myself out a few more points in there. Um, and that game against the Seraphon, I think, again, I might have been able to fix some things with positioning things more correctly. So more of just needing to learn 
a not all ear eel army to be fair yeah. uh not having fly all the time not having a 14 inch move all the time so a lot of it is me i want to say uh i could have done more to help myself uh as far as positioning is concerned because in my mind warhammer at the end of the day is mostly a positioning game we have to have combat so we can have a push on that positioning but that's where i need to work on my game is positioning with this army that being said i feel like another monster would help with points uh just scoring and things like that if i knew this book would never change i would have gotten a second turtle in the list by dropping my sharks and morsar guard putting a singular turtle and a unit of uh aether wings back in the list <laughs> Damn gone <it. laughs> i love my aether fish they're great they're perfect <laughs> uh but then i would have gone to a three drop army with the uh beginning of game turtles both could have moved d6 inches and boy those turtles hurt a lot of people and they give a plus one to hit for all the reavers which isn't a bad thing yeah. between that and plus one armor save for all the reavers just need to figure out how to get low tan in there you'll be all set yeah yeah there we go <laughs> just need low tan i mean pretty easy i think you just drop the the uh aether fish and you just <laughs> throw low tan in and there you go um uh, for me, I think my list was pretty good. Um, I don't know if I... See, here's the problem. It's like my Fulminators did nothing. All tournament. I charged them in every game as much as I could. They just did nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, always all-out attack as much as I can, doing this, doing that, doing just trying to get as many dice in there, and just nothing. I, mm-hmm. But again, I, I don't know what... To, like. It, you again going back to dice you don't want to go man i always roll poorly bah, 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 bah. right um but at the same time i don't know what to do <laughs> i'll be honest you play too much of an elite army for <laughs> the way you roll dice you, what you need to do is run my unit of 30 reavers and get to throw 90 <laughs> dice at a shot <laughs> That should help you out a little bit. Uh, they are 115 a piece right now. So see if, 10. I, if I took 20, for... I could ally them in. <laughs> 30. Well, you can take all 30 and ally them in. It's, well, it wouldn't uh, count as battle three... for me. So. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. So you got to remember there's rules. That's... I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So in all honesty, I really like the list. Uh, I think I'm in the same boat as you where I just need to play more. Um mm-hmm. I need to get more games in and I need to uh, I need to get to the point where I stop worrying about winning each individual game and focus more on how does this battle plan work? How does this mission work? What's the ends and yeah. outs? What's the smart stuff that people overlook? Um, but uh, with that being said, the only change I would make which I really don't want to do <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. right now I have my Castellan uh, as a caster and he's my general and he so I give him master of magic because again he his spell is the thundershock ability which goes off on a six so that once per game or once per turn reroll along with the once per turn reroll of unbind is pretty helpful yeah but 
if I'm going to just keep rolling one after one after one after one for translocate, I feel like I need to make the Lord Relictor the general and make him high priest so I can re-roll prayer rolls of one, which sounds really dumb, <laughs> but yeah, I literally lost multiple games because I didn't get translocate off when I needed to get it off. Um, just stop that, rolling once. You just know, stop doing it. Listen, I bought, I bought the dice, and I bought every side <laughs> of those dice. <laughs> so I'm yeah, so use... use the rest of them. Use the rest of them. Um, well, I don't want to make anyone feel bad. That's <laughs> uh-huh. uh, so yeah. I mean, I really don't like the idea of going from an eight wound hero that has the two different methodologies of giving plus one save. Uh, making that my general to making a six wound character my general who the only thing he has mirror shield don't shoot him outside of nine <laughs> yep yep that's not that's not all that great I don't really like the idea of just giving up uh, slay the warlord so easily mm-hmm. um, so we'll see I'm going to try the switch I'm going to see how it works out all right yeah, we'll test a couple games with it, see what you think. Yeah. Um, so, LVO as a whole, though. So, I, I kind of wanted to talk about the finals. Sure. Uh, first off, it was great to see uh, Soul Blight make its way up to the finals. Like, Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that was really cool. I know cool. you were very excited for that list, too. Yeah, that's a really cool list. It's very close to the list I was already kind of working with. Um, so, I'm... I'm definitely going to be bringing the giant. As yeah, that's that's a that's a given. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Now, with that being said, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if that winning list is good for the game. Did you Why watch? Did you, did you watch the match? I haven't gotten a chance to watch the match now. So, little spoilers to you, and spoilers to anyone still mm-hmm. watching here. Um, now, <laughs> this is this is me incredibly punching up. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, with that being said, I I apologize. I don't remember the guy's name that won, um, but he is an incredible player, and he has proven it time after time. Uh, during you can actually watch the full game on Honest Board Gamers YouTube channel, uh, probably his Twitch as well. Um, and they actually go over his stats where he, I think it was three or four tournaments. He went either five and zero or four and one. So with all these different lists, so he is an excellent top shelf player. So what I'm about to say is not a slight to him in any way, shape or form, Mm -hmm. but there was no skill required to run that list. Okay. Did you see the list? Uh, I am looking at it right now. Yes. Yeah, so four so dragons. Yep. Four fulminators. Mm-hmm. And essentially a giant block of crossbowmen. Along with yep. the um, what's his face to make them better? The crossbowmen. Free guild general. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's positioning involved with this. You can definitely overextend with one of your two hammers there. That's true, but at the same time, if there's nothing left to swing back, you can overextend as far as you friggin' want. 
Fair enough. Uh, I mean, it really was. He put Fulminators out as far as he could, charged in, got rid of the giant. Then he took his crossbowman, shot into a giant block of zombies, took half of it out. Shot with some, shot with the dragons, didn't even charge with them turn one, took the rest of the zombies out. Like, mm-hmm. it was just, the damage was so high. And yeah. you had the mobility, and you had the utility, and you had the defense that it was like, meh, what do I have to care about? I just move forward, and I just pick stuff I don't want on the table anymore. Um, and if we're going to get to that point, why are we playing? I mean, if we all just took this list, we would have the most miserable time, and it would basically be ever whoever goes first, or whoever rolls the highest. I suppose, yeah. It's it's a difficult list to beat. Now, let me ask you this. If we remove the Storm Drake Guard from this list, do you think this list gets beatable if we turn that into something else? Yes, uh, I definitely do. Yeah. Because, um, like I said, at that point, it's still a hard list, and it is still... Um, again, I, I've since Cities came out... I thought the shooting was too strong in that book. Um, again, like the crossbowmen are a little much. The um, not the pistoliers. I know there's ones that, that just have hand handgunners. Yeah. Is that who you're thinking of? The ones yeah. that have that essentially have Overwatch before we had Unleash Hell. Right. Um, you know that was like just so strong, and you could take them in such high numbers. Um, it's yeah I mean it's 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 almost like oh yeah those rules we forgot about those but no one's playing that army what are you talking about <laughs> yeah. uh, there's definitely I, I definitely think the future of Age of Sigmar rests in in the hands of where we go from here uh, because, okay. again, I don't trust GW to go, okay, look, dragons were a mistake. We're redoing them. <laughs> no, I agree. Um, whatever your meta is doing with dragons, expect to see them. I don't think they're going to get touched for probably until winter, I guess. And, and like I said, I'm not too worried about them and others because, again, like I said, the, you, there's two times where dragons are scary. First mm. is when it's a full dragon list. And two is whenever you can take them in a block of four, minimum. Yeah, a, a two-man crew of dragons doesn't scare me. Right, that's fine. Four, because you four can, does. Yes, especially with that go first, if they go first, with the mm-hmm. with the charge with lances, with the um, mortals uh, attacking, right. with the, the double move. It, it's all too much. It's too much on one war scroll. Uh, I... I I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know what you put them at. Like, I'd like to... Right. S- the, the issue is that if you keep just cranking up the points on them, or you change the war scroll just small ways, they quickly become something no one will take. Right. And which is not what I want. Right. I want to see these awesome models on the table. Exactly. And that's exactly what I would like, too, is I'd like to see... I would like to see, like, a list. Oh, did you bring Fulminators or did you bring Drake's? Right. Okay. You know, like, that's kind of what I want to see. 
I I don't want to see a full table of these stupid things. Like <laughs> they go from cool to oh, come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, I said, I mean, there was uh, I forget who it was that posted a picture of uh, them themselves flicking off uh, the drakes. <laughs> uh, Joe Pagano. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think he has many photos of himself flipping off <laughs> dragons from that weekend. I think um, it became a thing on Twitter for a little while as well. Yeah. So, so I said, I mean, it was like, they really, they really jumped the shark on this one. Um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Hitting uh, close to home over here. <laughs> yeah. But like, they, they really overdid it on this one. And, and it's not even necessarily because of one war scroll. It's, it's essentially the, the bridge that they have built of, of this power where like, I can't think of a list that can stop the list that came in first. Um, it'd be, it'd be a hell of a challenge. That's for certain. Whereas previously, like, uh, again, going with a list that like, say Bill Salza would bring. I look at that list and I go, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. It, it, the whole internet looks at Bill's list and goes, that didn't five Oh, what are you nuts? <laughs> what are you paying your opponents? Is that, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, like that's kind of what I want to see from our top players. I'd rather yeah. see them come up with these lists that just look dumb and in the right hands are lethal. Uh, I'd like right. to see the game go in a way that encourages and rewards intelligence and smart generalship, as opposed to. Look what I put together. I hear what you're saying, yeah. Again, like, I look at that list and I go, I don't see one person that I couldn't have beaten that I played if I had that list. And again. Right. I'm trying to figure out... Right, yeah. Trying to be your devil's, devil's advocate here. I mean, I feel like the list is beatable easily no not at all and, and again i think if you i think if you were to play 100 games with it i think you're probably going to win 80 More to 90 of those games yeah at least 75 i'll give you your three quarter the problem i have while i'm looking at this list is if you aren't smart about your positioning at some point you could very easily get outscored depending on the missions we're playing yeah a lot of the missions that we played at lbo were running only three objectives on the table at one time if we ran more missions with more objectives on the table this list doesn't get helped by that that is for certain well, it also doesn't help whenever your opponent has no models turn three (laughs) right right (laughs) I think um, there's a way to fight this list where you still have models on turn three, though. I think we're gonna have to. Uh, I think we're gonna have to TTS a little bit. I I'm okay with that. Because you can take I this think, list on TTS. I will bring something to fight it. I think where you are right now about this list is where I was prior to LVO about dragons. Okay, okay. I'll tell you what. Having gotten so close against dragons. <laughs> Even though mathematically I know I shouldn't win that game, I feel like it's possible. 
You tell me there's a chance. I feel like there's a chance now. Um, which good. I mean, that's what I want to hear. That's what I want to see. Right. You know? uh, yeah. The last thing I want to see is hard rock paper scissors. No, I agree. Yeah. I'm okay with there being some rock paper scissors yeah. to each match. Where oh, okay. So instead of this being a 50-50 game, this is a 70-30 game. But there's still a chance that if I outplay them, I'm taking the win. Right. Yeah. And that's where that's where I think it should be, and that's where the bounds I should try. But like, boy, I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see. Yep. Um, yep. Now let me ask you this, because I didn't. Did you mm-hmm. see either of the actual big named dragons? Now that you say it, I can't say I saw them in a list anywhere. I can't even think of seeing the model all weekend. Yeah, I don't think I saw either, and I don't think I heard anyone talking about them. Which again is a, is a, is a is a crying out shame. But at the same point, at six hundred points, yeah, that it is. You're that it is. I, I feel like I feel like whenever they came up with those points, they were uh, putting some sort of foreign substance in their body because there is clearly no way clear minds came up with that idea. Yeah, I feel like they need to be lowered some. Um, but yeah, whenever you're getting up to god level points, I think they god level could do a little bit more. Especially yep. considering I don't think they have a word save. Um, I don't believe so. They might have a anti magic save, but I Which don't I'm believe they're perfectly fine with. I'm right? Like, yes. Yeah. I, at that I point think level, we should have sure. more. I think I think we should see more individual heroes with magic. On a five up, I ignore yeah. your spell. Yeah. Um, you know, hey, I have a name for a reason. I wasn't just picked off by a random arcane bolt. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So let's. I, I, I think we're 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 kind of. I think we covered all our bases here. Mm-hmm. What do you yeah, think? The dragons should be pointed because I don't think there's any problem with their war scrolls. I think the melee ones a little. I was gonna say boring, but that's not the right word. It's, I think it's a little presumptuous. Okay. With it getting buffs based on what type of unit it kills. <laughs> right. I'm like, oh really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you're going to kill that? Gotcha. <laughs> um. Let's see. I'm just pulling up. Uh. I can't even pronounce this. The one. Uh, the caster or the melee? The caster. The 600-point caster oh, here. Yeah, that's the one I like, too, man. Uh, yeah, I think that I would love the better of the two models. models. Yep. Um, I'm just trying to see. Yeah, we've got minus one to hit. We have uh, the tail, okay. Yeah, we've got uh, some bonuses to casting. Which is awesome. Two spells. Um, it should also, since we are paying six hundred, say to dispel as well. I think is what I would want it to say at six hundred points. Well, I'm saying let's let's leave the war scroll alone. Okay. Would um, you take this at five hundred points? I think there is a possibility. Stormcast it's a difficult place to be at yeah. five hundred points. Um 
yeah, there's a possibility that I would do that just because of being able to put the subtracting two hits as a cast uh, all over the place so that you can help defend yourself. It is a very strong spell. Getting plus three to cast that is pretty big. Um, but like you said earlier, we don't have anything for whenever mortal wounds come in at you. And right. having looked over this, we don't have anything for if a spell affects you either. Right. So and for eighteen wounds, eighteen wounds goes does not go very far without a without a uh, ward save the, this day and age. Yeah, yeah. There's a reason that we are not too afraid of two dragons compared to four. So, so. I'll, I'll tell you. Okay, so if you think five hundred is eh, kind of getting close, yeah. I think four fifty is too low. Agreed. Agreed. So, what do you think about four eighty? Trying to think what else we have hanging around four eighty. I mean, we're kind of chilling around Gotrek levels here now. Which, again, I would probably still rather take Gotrek. <laughs> You're probably right, um, but again, I mean, now we're around the same point level of a great unclean one. Which I would okay. say, okay, I'd say this is more on par with a great unclean one. Yeah, Let me take a look. Let me see because I have I have that right here. So yeah, great unclean one is four ninety five. Okay, so I think four eighties. Not, I yeah. say bring the great and clean one down to four eight. <laughs> there we go. Um, and then real quick, we'll do Kara's eye right real quick here. Sure. Um, so we got the, you know, we got the plays and tempest again. The annihilating jaws, mm -hmm. six attacks with three damage apiece. Ren three, four ruinous claws. Ren two for two. Um, yep. Got the tail for two damage a pop with starting it. What is that? Where, or is the Clamus Tail just number of models? Yeah. Uh, it's number of models for the three. Yeah. Um, and then you have the buff. So I do think right. this is stronger than Grandis. I agree, especially on the base. Um, minus one to be hit in melee on a unit that wants to be in melee is a lot better than minus one to hit on a caster. Well, he, this is also subtract one from attack characteristic. Ah, oh, that's pretty big, actually, because <laughs> that's how you get rid of this guy is just throw a bunch of garbage attacks at him and take him down. Yeah. So I. So we'll go back. Five hundred. Okay. What would you think of that? Five hundred. It's close, but I think I'd want this closer to the five twenty range. That's kind of where I was going as well. Yeah, yeah. I think again. I don't think I'd have room for him at five twenty in my list, but I don't think I would be upset seeing him across the board at five twenty. No, no. I'd say, yep, he's gonna pick up at least one. If you're smart, you'll pick up two units easily with him. Right, right. <clears throat> so, although, like I said, I'd still rather take the utility of Grandis at the lower point range because I think I could find four twenty in, I or four eighty. I, I think I might have to get rid of like, like if I got if I kept Bastion at home. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe traded the castle in for Knight and Cantor or something. And then I don't, I think that would be getting close there. Yeah. 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 You'd build yourself with a good casting base and find the buffs you need. Um, or that kind of opens up endless spells to a Stormcast army that never really thinks about endless spells right now. Yeah. That's true. I mean, man, if I could get Krondus down there with an endless life swarm. Cool. Yeah, that'd be fun. 
Man, now that's a fun list. That's a fun list. If you think there we go. Krondus yep. with an endless life swarm and okay. um, what's her face? The winged lady. Oh, Yandrasta. Yeah, where you're... So we become a a true grinding army as we're yeah. going to keep adding models and wounds <laughs> back. Yeah. yeah, I see nothing wrong with that. You can do that. Cast Azerite Halo onto a unit so we're hitting you with mortals on our saves. <laughs> hey, we're going to be here for a long time. Welcome to the defense brought game. a drink. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we're playing five turns. I promise you that. All right. Yeah, that's... Yeah, because I'd like to see them. I'd like to see them, and I feel bad that oh, we're not seeing them. I agree. Agreed. Awesome models. Need to see the table. Um, all right. So here, wrapping up, final notes here. Do you have any any events coming up what's your next event uh next event that i have scheduled is going to be the two-dayer in pittsburgh when do uh, i can't i need to double check that's a, that's a while that... that's that's a couple months away though yes that is a yeah. few months away <laughs> i don't have anything close coming up you however i believe have yeah. something coming up yeah i have a doubles event um put on by martin orlando friend of the show uh i i do believe he is a uh member of the strength hammer underground as well as the uh eloy of the strength hammer as well uh, oh there we go <laughs> he's putting on a doubles event called the crusaders or something like that i um okay. i apologize martin it's it's late <laughs> i'm very much looking forward to it i'm a little nervous because chuck and i are going a little going a little narrative on it um he's bringing a thousand talk. points of ko i'm bringing a thousand points of fire slayers uh this is kind of my um i'm basically being the the band that remained playing on the titanic as it sunk <laughs> there we go <laughs> uh but i figure if i take the I'm waiting for the apps to update, either the app on the phone or the War Scroll Builder on the website to reflect the new points, which they still haven't two weeks later. But it's GW and it's Dwarden, so what do you expect? Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to basically... Both of us, I think, are trying to keep ourselves one drop so we can go first. I can throw up my Rune Smiters on the objectives we want and then just stay there the whole game. And then right. let if, if you engage with me, Chuck will shoot the shit out of you. Like it's <laughs> right. You're just going to be the defensive front line, and hopefully he can be the the hand that comes down and slaps somebody off. Of right. You. Because if I'm not worried about charging, then I can always keep my heroes within the nine, and then they always right. have their uh, four of ward. Nothing wrong with that. So we'll see. We'll see. I'll report on it next month. Uh, otherwise, awesome. uh, anything else you got? Not at this time. Nope. I'll see everybody next month. Yep, we'll see you in a month, and uh, take care. Bye.